<laughs> so Cappy is Conversions API is Facebook's fun new name for something that's existed actually for years. Now I've been using server to server in Facebook since I think 2016, 2017. So it's been around, I mean, no, 2018. 2018 is when we implemented it. Sorry, I need a, my memory's going bad. I need some more topo. One second. So server to server. On Facebook, I think I have been actively using it at at least 10 to $20 million in revenue a year since 2018. You know, millions of users, tons and tons of stuff, all sorts of really nice sounding fucking numbers that don't really mean that I'm any smarter than anybody else. This means I've been exposed to information. So, and we've had case studies on it back then from the server to server. Now, it's been called CAPI, Conversions API, which sounds... Maybe less threatening, but it's a nice name because Facebook's really starting to install more engineers on it. And you can tell when Facebook installs engineers on things because they give it nice little names and make it really easy. So Cappy, which we'll, we'll call server to server from now on, basically follows people around. Now, what Cappy does is it provides a safety net in providing duplicitous information based on what the pixel sees. So that maybe the pixel sees you do, you go into a store, you do 20 things. Let's say the pixel, for whatever reason, catches 16 of it. And let's say because of some ad blocking or something else or some other privacy settings, half of those things are removed. So the pixel might only see eight or nine things that happen. But the server is going to see almost everything except for the stuff that you've specifically legally prevented it from being able to see. And the way that Facebook is now tracking this is it's going to say, what are the last things that you've done? If you added to cart, great, it's gonna track you as an add to cart, but if you ended up purchasing that item, it's only gonna say that you purchased. Now, the doom and gloom of all of this is people say, well, all of our retargeting audiences are gonna be completely fucked because we're not seeing add to carts, we're not seeing view contents, all this stuff. You shouldn't fucking retarget somebody in add to cart if they just bought. Don't fucking view content or retarget somebody if they just added to cart. The further down the funnel somebody goes, the more actionable their behavior is. Now, where this really impacts people inside of Facebook is the complexity of their ad account structures. People, including me, years ago, used to have a fuck ton of ad sets targeting everything, like add to cart one day. And I think, honestly, in my original ebooks that I, that I wrote like two, three years ago, and saying how you build a retargeting campaign had all of these structures built out with the, you know, and I, and I go up the chain, and, and for the guys to understand, if you want to know the primary actions that you can retarget, the, you know, the most qualified action is add to cart. And then it's view content. And then it's like page visitor. And then it's uh, engager, right? Uh, oh, sorry, site visitor. And then it's engager, uh, people that have engaged with your content, i.e. they've liked, commented, shared. And then above that, it's like video viewer. And then above that, it's like page likes and all of these other things that don't really matter at all. But the, but the point is you can't do one without doing the other. So there's this funnel that builds. That's why it's called a marketing funnel where the smallest audience is at the bottom. And that's your add to carts. And you can't add to cart unless you view content, which is a product page view. And you can't view a product page unless you've been to the website. And you can't go to the website inside of Facebook without having engaged with a Facebook ad. So uh, engagers is above that. So there's this like structure that goes. Now, people 
when focusing in on this like doom and fucking gloom around iOS 14 blocking information, they're saying, well, our retargeting audiences are going to be completely fucked because we can't track all this information. The honest truth is you shouldn't be fucking worrying about that anyway because you don't need to worry about an ad cart that already made a purchase. And if it's not a large enough audience for you to take action on, go to a higher level audience because just like interest groups are unstable, just like you know, these very small targeting things are unstable, just like all of that level of customization raises your CPM and is a liability for you. The same thing works in retargeting. So go as broad as you can and only focus down very narrow where you get a benefit. And the honest truth is I'm seeing much better results in just targeting site traffic from the last week or the last month than segmenting out every little fucking step. You don't even necessarily have to go much further than just targeting broad and letting it see the whole fucking funnel. And I've seen so many people in the last, like, it's been great to see, but all these folks are challenging. Somebody tweeted out, and I've seen this success too, where there's like, I don't even have retargeting campaigns anymore. I'm just targeting a lookalike and a broad and I'm letting it see the whole thing. They're following the best practice Facebook taught us in 2018, citing a bombist case study that I've seen repeated literally hundreds of times. They don't have retargeting campaigns. They're not using that exclusion. They're saying, hey, Facebook, I'm going to give you a thousand bucks today, 500 bucks today, a hundred dollars today, 10 grand today. I just want you to go find the best person, whoever the fuck it is. I don't care. Just go out and do it. And their cost per sales and their ROASs are great because they're paying the least amount of money for that inventory and they're letting Facebook find the best users. Now, in situations where you can't do that, because maybe there's some ass backwards person running the management team that says, well, we need to spend. 35% on retargeting and 65% on prospecting. And that's just our business model. Like, great. Understood. You came up in the days of Google and something else. You don't understand how an optimized machine learning platform works, but those are the situations you're in. In those cases, then you can, you can try to go broad with your retargeting and then maybe micro segment the absolute very bottom of the funnel just so that you're stealing those sales if it provides an incremental lift to your overall efficiency. So the point of all of that is Cappy makes it really easy for us to click one fucking button in Shopify and give up a safety net to the Facebook pixel. And honestly, I'm seeing people do it without even installing pixels other than on their conversion objectives so they can track the information. Now, that's probably too far and I don't recommend that you do that because Facebook pixel information is still how Facebook interprets it, but that will change as well. So what is Cappy? Cappy is a shorthand term for server to server, which means your store talks directly to Facebook. And instead of having to use cookies and third-party uh, tracking information and all of that other stuff to see what's going on in your store, your store just literally runs a receipt on you and then tells Facebook when you leave all of or not when you leave, but anytime you do something, it just says, hey, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that which means Facebook is getting real-time information from the source, right? It's not like hopefully everything is set up, right? It is the fucking like security camera sees everything that you're doing and reports it back in real time. Generally speaking, and you can see the difference inside of the, inside of the data set of like maybe, you know, your pixel saw 75% of the information that Cappy did. So Cappy is just backing it all up. Now, the reason for all of that, that I want to be so specific, it's because I've started to see people say, well, Facebook says the Cappy's not even really helpful. And they'll cite this last fucking paragraph and the description of Cappy saying, well, with iOS 14, you might not be able to see as much information, blah, blah, blah. That is a legal requirement for Facebook to say that. Now, 
I've seen people say, well, because it's not going to be helpful, then why are we going to use it in the first place? My response to them is very simple. If you're not going to install Cappy, if you think that that's not worth your time, the next best approach for you is to get the fuck out of running Facebook ads because you're not interested in actually determining success. It is fundamental to getting things done. It is 100% of the people should be doing this 100% of the time. It's not, a, it's not like an opinion around a best practice. It is, do I want a machine learning platform, an algorithm that requires data to optimize towards my business objectives? Do I want it to see data so that it can optimize to my business objectives? The answer to that is 100% of the time, yes. And I'll even go so far as to, I know some insider information. Apple has a giant, uh, Apple has a giant, a social media marketing team that uses their information to track insight, even though they don't spend a fucking penny on social media marketing ads. Uh, I used to work at an ad agency. You can see it in my bio if you want to go that deep on anything, where there was literally a whole separate building and a dedicated team of a dozen people that were monitoring social media advertising for Apple that didn't spend a fucking penny. And it's because they're able to see all this information. And those people have installed Cappy. They're not even fucking running ads and they're using it so they can use the Facebook uh, insights and audience information to understand who the consumers are and their response to content and intent. That's what Apple is doing. The people trying to stop all of this shit in the first place. So fucking Apple is doing it and you're sitting high and mighty saying, oh, I don't think I want to do this thing because I don't feel like succeeding at my job or doing anything worthwhile is worth my time. Then your best bet is to just fucking get out of Facebook ads. So that's that's my you know, editorial. Um, I see one question over here in, in the chat. Let's see. Denise. Hi, Denise. Oh, fucking sweet. And this is uh, the first comment I'm getting inside of StreamYard that, I, that is actually coming from the group. This is awesome. I'm so excited. Thank you for whoever hit me to StreamYard. I think it was Alex um, or Steven uh, and some, like, you know, some Euros that I was chatting with late at night on Clubhouse. Anyway, uh, Denise says, so Cappy has always been around as server to server. It just has a cute name now. Denise, that's 100% right. Cappy has always been around. And to be fair, almost every platform has this. Google has it. Pinterest has it. I don't know if Snapchat has it. More old school platforms have this type of integration. It's called server to server whether paid media platforms or not. There's server-to-server -server solutions for inventory management. There's server-to-server -server solutions for content management. There's server-to-server -server solutions for HR. This is just a standard way of doing things. The cookie, the Facebook pixel was a shortcut to this thing that used to exist and nobody really invested in it, including Facebook. But now that that cookie is really getting attacked by Apple, they're really working on to this thing as the next bit of solution. And remember, Apple is using Cappy. So if you're not, just understand that basically what you're saying is uh, you don't really, success isn't something important to you. And, and, and if your customer says, hey, are we using Cappy? And your response isn't yes, or we're installing it today because, again, on Shopify, it takes like fucking three seconds. Uh, then what you're telling them is uh, no and go fuck yourself. That, that's that, that's your response. So anyway, that's my editorial on it. Oliver just commented, yeah, just connected in Shopify and gone back. Oliver, like, I, I love that. Uh, you know, it is really fucking easy to do.
It's a fucking click of a button, and that's why it's your homework for the week. So uh, I'm opening up for questions now. If anybody, I guess we have a clubhouse room going live here. If you want to ask a question and you don't mind being part of the show, raise uh, your hand. And if, uh, or if you're just watching live on the Facebook, please uh, go ahead and ask questions because I'd like to make sure we use the best case of this time. And uh, at 11 o'clock, I'm going live inside the Mastermind Slack group. Um, uh, because we do that live every week. There's a special, uh, you know, video chat there. So I want to make sure that we use as much time here to help you out as we can. Uh, and until then, so anyway, here we go. Wait, we got a question from Peter. Let's see, Peter. There you go. Hold on a second. Let me raise my volume on my phone here so so that I can hear you because I had it on mute because you know fun stuff. Anyway, Peter, welcome, You're my going man. Going off on a Sunday morning, Charlie. What's I go up? off every morning, buddy. This is me every day. <laughs> I'm just getting my coffee down. You're like, you're delivering gold for everybody. I love it. I love it too. I love it too. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, you guys, I don't know if you already followed Charlie, but he's the man. He's just like, he is the Facebook guru. I've never <laughs> known anybody drop so much in-depth knowledge about Facebook. And uh, I really, I don't have a question. Um, you know, we kind of talked about this yesterday on the clubhouse, but um I just, you know, I've been doing more research about it and, uh, and, and I just wholeheartedly agree with you that we have to install conversions API or Cappy because this is the way things are going to be in the future. And it's not just Facebook. Facebook is reliant so much on conversions, not just for the tracking, but to optimize the audience targeting over time. So this is what it this is what it's going to be, and the point of me getting up and, and, and saying that too is that Facebook's the first. Google is already looking at what they're going to be doing, and I don't think they really have quite decided on how they're going to do it, but they've committed to to, to the same kind of um, privacy policy as Apple has through their browsers, and so they're looking at different ways to do it. And what I've seen is that they're going to be more or less measuring conversions, not through individual personalized privacy data or data that should be, you know, gated by the individual user, but they'll be doing it in cohorts. So they'll take a group of users uh, on a platform, whether that's a browser or in an app or on an operating system, and they're going to pool together the data. And they, they think that they're going to be, I mean, I'm sure Facebook is too, but they're going to be, 90 to 95% accurate with conversions there. But, you know, without Cappy, without doing it this way, I mean, we're, we're basically flying blind. Would you agree? Charlie? Yeah, yeah, I would agree 100%. And, 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 you know, there was a period of time, I remember running Facebook ads before the Facebook pixel actually existed, before we had a conversion pixel. And what we used to do then, so that everybody understands, like what's the absolute fucking worst case scenario, is that you're able to tie conversions you see, sales that you see on your store back to impressions by uploading offline data, which you can already do, which means at the absolute worst case scenario, Facebook is fundamentally more powerful than television will ever be. And people were spending millions of dollars a day on TV. And I learned all of this stuff because one of my old vice president bosses was a VP at Guthrie Ranker. And she spent like $100 million a year on television. And so I learned how to track from her uh, with no information. And so all of this shit that we're used to that is like doom and gloom that it might go away is a fucking luxury most people don't remember not having. It's like 
you know, electricity or indoor plumbing. Like people lived for thousands of years before that existed. People made millions of dollars really easily before all this stuff existed. And they're probably going to continue to do that even if it goes away because entrepreneurs are going to find a way of happening to making this work. And also, at the end of the day, the platforms will find an economy of scale that works for them. If there are less advertisers on the platform, well, the impressions might be easier. If the, uh, if, uh, you know, at the end of the day, what they charge for a CPM is completely an arbitrary rate. They could charge less and just not let everybody spend in full. There are so many variables into the auction that the number one thing we have to keep focus in on is making the best ad we can and allowing Facebook to find the right user for it. So creative testing, broad targeting, know your numbers. That is the way you're going to succeed. The people that push back against that are not actual practitioners. They're agency folks and solution providers. And remember, an ad agency at its core, now there's this is fundamentally changing and I'm very happy with it, but let's just say 80% of ad agencies, really it's like fucking 99%, but whatever. An ad agency is an investment bank. More than importantly, they're an investment banker. They get paid on a commission on the number of transactions and the overall volume of spend. They don't get paid if you do well. They don't get paid if you do poorly. That doesn't fucking matter to their bottom line. Their bottom line is we're a sales team convincing you to write a giant fucking check. We're going to take a chunk up off the top and get a management fee for doing it for you. And hopefully we can make you happy enough to sign a check next month. That is the entire fucking business model. Um, so just, just to kind of get to a point there, like I, I want to be real specific. That is... Um, that is how agencies are built. And I think those people that are not aligned in success are going to see some real failure. And, and for what it's worth to the second point that you're talking about, Google and other places finding solutions. So while Apple has directly called out Facebook, Facebook is the only platform that is making this open and direct solution to try to help. But Google is doing something in the back end as well. Google's actually going to the point where like your point to cohorts, they're trying to get rid of pixel reliance entirely and they're they're saying that they're going to have a confidence level of 95 to 98 percent on using cohort data um which we can get down into some other time if you want to but that is basically really fancy words to say we're going to use an excel spreadsheet to prove our to, to prove that we're right or wrong um and, and so we're seeing that happen as well and i'm completely open and welcome and excited about all of these solutions because at the end of the day something will work and I don't care who makes it work because this is also a copycat business, right? Whatever works will be a yep, copy yep. everywhere. Snapchat got adopted into Instagram, which got adopted. And then TikTok came along and we have YouTube shorts. Like whatever works, works. So people will continue to take that and run with it. And, and, and to your point, oh, I also got a question here from Denise. She said, should we still bother with the pixel if we do service server? And Denise, yes, still do the pixel because right now the internal algebra and the way the machine learning works inside of Facebook is reliant on that set of data. We're not to a point where we can completely move on into the world. Um, to use my example before about like electricity and running water, like there's still times when, when we do things with, 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 other tech, with other technology, right? Like I, I have a, still have a glass gas stove. Maybe that's a bad analogy. I'm going to abandon that right now. Uh, but my point is, until they tell us that we don't need that information, still include it. 
because those pixel pieces are how the internal algebra is really running. And you'll probably be elite and you can be way ahead of the curve by avoiding that entirely, but you're gonna pay a premium by being too far ahead of the machine. So until they tell us otherwise, let's continue to go with it the way it is. I, I guess a better analogy that I could think of is, uh, you know, there's we have gasoline engines that run on like 88 to 92%, whatever. Now there's also like race car engines and, and, and specific gas high octane stuff where you can get like 110, like this super high, like efficiency gasoline. But if you throw that in your car, it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna get, like, like it can cause damage because it's too much. If you get reliant on purely using jet fuel inside of your, uh, you know, your Honda, uh, it's gonna fuck things up. So yes, there's a better solution, but until the entire machine is built to um, use it, don't abandon the basics, the brilliant basics that got you here. And honestly, I don't know, and I'm just using my you know tinfoil hat to try to predict the future. I don't know that the pixel will ever truly go away. I, I think that the way that it is utilized will still be functional for one reason or another. Um, maybe in three to five years, what they call the Facebook pixel now will be replaced by additional technology and it will evolve, but that implementation that we see now will still exist at some point in time because ultimately what it does is it says, build an audience out of people that do this thing, optimize towards this action and give me a monetary value of X, Y, and Z behavior. And that's going to have to be done in some sort of thing. And honestly, like a pixel is a modification of a cookie, which is a modification of a tag, which is a modification of other behavior. So it's still stuff that existed many, many years before an optimized CPM or server to server, or like all oh, this copy stuff is built. It's just what's the next utilization of that technology and what do we call it? So um, in a very long winded answer, continue to use your Charlie, Facebook pixel. I think, I think you're on jet fuel. <laughs> uh, I did. I do have cold brew in my fridge that uh, I use espresso and make cold brew from it. And uh, I just get hype. You know, what can I say? I slept well. And uh, I mean, it's, you know, probably 80 degrees, 75 degrees out here in Los Angeles. It's hard to be upset. And uh, yeah, I'm motivated, man. This is what I do. It is. Well, you were on here when I went to bed last night, so I was wondering if you got any sleep. Uh, I got a little bit. I got a little bit. I tell you. I tell you. I, I, I think yeah, we were in a room uh, in the Hustle Club. Great room. Definitely should join that group. My man Fitz is phenomenal. But we were in that because I uh, had to go to my office to grab a new monitor. Not that anybody gives a shit, but I had to go to my office to grab a monitor. And I, real and I realized that um, – and my office is uh, in Westwood, over by UCLA, and I live in East LA. So – it's about five miles, so it's a 45-minute drive down Sunset Boulevard each way. And I went there and grabbed my monitor, came back, and I realized that I would left like a power cord. So I had to go back uh, there and come back. So I ended up spending three hours on the road up and down Sunset Boulevard last night, which, again, sounds just tragic. I, I know that there are violins around the world pleading for me that have to go up and down the Sunset Strip at like, you know, in, the, in, in, in like eight o'clock at night. But yeah, so I signed on then. And when I got home, uh, it was time to spend it with the fam. But uh, yeah, so it was great uh, to be in that room and help out. And I think I ended up watching an episode of Bar Rescue and passed the fuck out watching, you know, Investigation Discovery because I don't know why. I sleep really great with like murder plots going on in the background. And I uh, woke up this morning refreshed and ready to go. <laughs> That's, you're, that's sick and disturbed if you're going to bed to murder. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That's just the way we roll here in this house. 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So, um, hey, everybody. Uh, if anybody else inside the clubhouse room has a question or if anybody else inside the stream has a question inside the Facebook page or the Facebook group, I'm here to answer it. Otherwise, uh, I go live inside the Mastermind Slack group at 11 and we're going to be finishing up the new ebook. Um, so I guess while I'm here, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, while I do all of this stuff for free here, there is FacebookDisruptor.com, my website, which brings you straight to a Patreon, where you can join in for a monthly subscription, um, which you can cancel any fucking time, uh, because, you know, whatever. Uh, and inside of there is over 100 hours of video like this, as well as, I think, 17 ebooks with a new one each month, um, as well as articles that I write for different publications, and a bunch of your questions and answers that you've asked me there that people have allowed me to publish. So there is an archive of a ton of information. And I actually yesterday made a video um, on, on how to walk everybody through it. And, and in addition to that, for the next tier inside the Facebook Disruptor is a, a master is a Slack group. So it's all of that stuff plus a private Slack group where we've got dozens of channels talking about all sorts of fun stuff. And it's super cool. Um, and after we do this live, we go in there and it's like, okay, instead of trying to talk to 13,000 people or on the Facebook group and all these people on the page and everybody in clubhouse and all this stuff, it's a very structured deep dive, uh, and Q and a stuff into like the eBooks and other things. So we, we go there and we try to do that. And, um, I think the people that really benefit from that are the folks that are spending at least like 500 to a thousand dollars a day because it's worthwhile for them to join. And then I also do have business solutions where companies will come in and they'll join and bring all their, uh, they'll, they'll bring a fair amount of employees in. And, and so we try to find the right solution for everybody. And I just want to try to help as many people as I can in the way that is best fit for all of them while scaling my time because my time ultimately is not infinite, but, uh, it is a finite resource, and I want to be as helpful as I can to everybody. So with that being said, those are all the things. Um, if you do the homework this week or any week, you can get any of the eBooks for free or 50% off FacebookDestructor.com. And if you want to get, theoretically, if you want to get all of the eBooks for free, you can just go back over like the last dozen or so, maybe 20 lives, you go straight to the homework, do the thing, which will probably take you, honestly, if you really put your mind to it, you can knock the whole thing out in two hours, and you would have all of the eBooks for free. And then when you have questions, you can ask them because I'll answer all of the questions here live on the air every Sunday morning until football season and then it becomes Saturday morning. Uh, and then uh, if that is successful for you and you're doing well in business and you want to level up and it's worthwhile for your bottom line, you know, there's another level of access. And I'm just trying to tr provide the right structure for everybody. So I'm open to feedback. I'm trying to do everything we can. I'm starting a YouTube channel and a podcast. It'll be just the lesson sections of these live videos. And my man Jake is, is helping me out with that. And I'm just trying to do the best I can here to be as helpful as I can to everybody else. And I really want to say thank you to everybody. I've been doing this thing for about two and a half years now. And it has fundamentally changed my life. Um, which I'm so happy for. And on top of that, I think that it's been great to see success. I, I'm not going to start running off names, but legitimately, I know ad agencies that are doing much better. I know brands that have succeeded. I know people that were you know, stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads or people that lost their jobs or people that were working in like the service industry or like Uber drivers that are now able to use this type of thing to provide themselves. I, I was talking with a guy yesterday, and I'll end with this. I was talking to my buddy Court yesterday. And 
Court was a guy I met uh, around the way, and he was, you know, working part time as a, a, you know, as a, I think a waiter at like a tequila restaurant, and um, and uh, you know, working with him, he was able to over like a year and a half or so get a job working for some guy running after some guy from uh, Shark Tank and ended up building up an agency, building an information product and then getting really good at drop shipping. And now he employs like eight people and does really well for himself. So, I mean, that's just like one thing. And he, he messaged me yesterday because he's trying some new thing and he needs some help. And well, I'm always there to help people out because helping you all answer your questions absolutely helps me. And I just realized, Connor, you were raising your hand. So let me get you on here before I sign off. We got Connor, but I'll end with this before Connor comes up. Uh, did I hit the thing right? Let's see. I think I hit the thing. Let's see. Okay, great. So before Connor comes up and says something, helping you all makes me challenge my assumptions. And if I don't have a good answer for you, then that means that I need to do some learning. And sometimes the dumbest question or the simplest thing fundamentally change the way that I run ads and will do my job. And it is phenomenal. And I think that one of the things that really helps me keep my knife sharp and keep my Kung Fu strong is answering the questions from people. Because a lot of times when you're very, when you don't know the right or wrong answer and you ask a question that somebody else is supposed to know the answer to, if I can't give you a response to that, it means I got learning to do. And that has made me so strong. So you're helping me just as much as I'm helping you. 